Hey everybody, welcome back to Patriot Girls Strong. Thank you for tuning in. I hope that you've all had a wonderful week. I've been so eager and ready to record a new episode, so I'm glad to be here. It's early right now. It's about 4.20 in the morning that I'm recording this, so bear with me, guys. First of all, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much. I know that you can't see the analytics that I see from my platform base, but you guys have officially made it internationally. That's so exciting. I have listeners in six countries, including Canada, Sweden, South Africa, Indonesia, and the UK. I just can't believe that I have so much support from so many strangers, and the support from you guys is unreal. Thank you so much for sharing. I know a lot of you have sent this to friends and family, have listened to it and shared it on your platforms, and thank you so much. It means so much to me. I really feel like this is starting to take off, and I couldn't be more excited to see where this road ends. I have so many new opportunities that I've been approached with, and that's really exciting. That'll be coming soon, hopefully. Just so many new opportunities, and this only happened because I said yes and because I took a chance. You guys, one thing that I've learned from this little experience so far is that starting something new and stepping out of your comfort zone isn't for everybody. A lot of people don't do what they want to do because they're afraid of starting something new. Because, I mean, to be honest, like, who wants to fail? Nobody wants to fail at anything. And I feel like that causes a lot of people to step back and maybe not do stuff that they really want to do. I think the fear of failing and then the fear of people watching somebody start from the bottom and work their way up through all the struggles. I don't know, maybe it's just scary to some people. But personally, I believe those make for the very best stories. The people who took a chance to start something new, the ones who took a step out of their comfort zone to do something that they wanted to accomplish, the ones that had blind faith and who were scared, but the ones who did it anyway, and they got to the top and they got to where they wanted to be all because they took a chance. Those are the best stories, and those are the ones that are most inspiring. Wouldn't you agree? For those of you that don't know, I do still have two kids at home. Right now, I want them to see me doing this and I want them to take away from it. I want them to learn and to know that it's okay to start new things no matter how old you are and no matter what it is. I want them to see that being scared isn't an excuse. Being scared is just a barrier, a road stop from where you are now to where you want to be. I want to show them that it's okay to try something new and to fail. There's nothing wrong with failing as long as you keep trying and as long as you keep going. It's the fact that you took the chance to start it in the first place that really means something. I know I'm only a few episodes in, but something that's in the back of my mind at all times is always have faith in yourself and believe that you can do it. Because once you have that mindset, there's nothing that can stop you. A little side note, I'm actually reading a book about mindset that was recommended from a conference that Rachel Hollis did. The title of it is Mindset. I don't have it in front of me right now, so I'm sorry I can't tell you the author, but I will definitely leave that in the description. It's a book about the differences between people who have a growth mindset or a fixed mindset. And I honestly believe that reading that book has helped me so much. 
because I do always want to know more and I do always want to learn more and I always want to better myself. I have a growth mindset and I think that's kind of given me a step up on this whole experience. Anyway, circling back to having faith in yourself and believing that you can do it. I'm a preschool teacher and we recently learned and studied a little bit about Martin Luther King. One of his quotes that he said is, faith is taking the first step without seeing the whole staircase. And I believe that's kind of where I am. I don't know if this will end up being huge and successful, but from the baby steps that I'm seeing right now, I feel like I'm doing a good job and I have faith that it's only gonna get better from here. I believe that each episode is going to bring in new listeners and be shared on new platforms. And who knows where this can lead. It takes big steps to lead big outcomes, you know? I feel like those two words, have faith, have been in the back of my mind more this past year than probably my entire life. And for more reasons than one, of course, with the podcast. But then digging a little bit more into it with politics and with everything that's going on. And this is the second part of the podcast the second topic of the podcast that I kind of want to talk about, having faith in the outcome that if you have messaged or texted me recently asking me what I think or sharing articles and videos that you find and asking my opinion, first of all, know that I appreciate you so much for coming to me just to see what I think. It means a lot that you would trust my opinion. If you have talked to me, you know that I always say trust the plan, trust the outcome. I think as cliche as it sounds, everything happens for a reason. And I think that this is the way things had to be. This is the line of events that had to have taken place to get to where we need to be. Just trust the plan. It's it's all part of a bigger plan and a bigger picture. Just because it's the most direct path from A to B, it doesn't mean that it's the most efficient. And in my gut, I feel like everything that's happening right now has to happen for the very best outcome that is for not only citizens of the United States but for our country as a whole and for the future. The truth of the matter is I don't know how this is going to end and I can't predict the future and I don't try to but I do research and I do look into things and if something doesn't seem right to me then I'm going to dig a little bit deeper to find a little bit more that might explain why it's being broadcasted this way or why people think this. I like to dig deeper, I like to know facts, I like to know what's going on. I listen to other podcasts. I listen to the big people in the radio show like Mark Levin and Sean Hannity and Rush Limbaugh. I try and catch the Facebook lives of the Congress sessions that are going on just so I can hear it just so I can hear it firsthand because if it's not firsthand then it's somebody's opinion that's twisted in the information that you're reading. I follow my favorite congress people and don't laugh because I do have them. Madison Cawthorn, shout out to him. He is amazing. Another side note, did you guys know that Madison Cawthorn, he is a representative from North Carolina? Whenever Congress kicked the troops out of the Capitol building, he actually delivered them pizza himself and 
offered for them to sleep in his office. He said no soldier will ever, ever sleep on a garage floor in the United States Capitol while I work in Congress. Our troops deserve better. And that's a direct quote from him. And I love that he stands for that. He has such integrity and passion for our country. And I really, really like him. I've been following him more and more. And he's truly becoming somebody that I admire. I know I keep getting sidetracked, but my point in all of this is to show you guys and let you know that I don't just listen to what mainstream media is presenting, that I do my own research, and that if it doesn't look right or feel right or seem right, then I'm going to question it, and I'm going to dig until I find an answer. So based on the facts and research that I have done personally, do I think this is over? Do I think that Trump is done? Not a chance. I am from the Cincinnati area, and I believe that the Bengals are going to win this Super Bowl more so than I believe this is over. And there's evidence to back that up for the pro-Trumpers or the MAGA hats, whatever they're calling us this week. There's so much out there that's proving that Trump isn't done. And if you've been following along, then you know what I'm about to tell you. Some of you listening might be rolling your eyes right now thinking to yourself, are you kidding me? After everything that's been in the news and all of the executive orders that Biden has signed, she still believes that there's hope and that there's a chance that Trump isn't done. And yeah, to you, my dear, yes, there is so much evidence pointing to this not being over. It's all smoke and mirrors. Everything is smoke and mirrors. It's all a show. I know you guys have heard me say it before. I consider myself a student. I feel like I'm always on edge to learn more. I like to know what's going on and I'm not afraid to ask or question something if it doesn't seem right to me. And some of you may not like to question anything. You might like to believe and follow whatever is being presented to you and that's easy to do and requires nothing you just go and blindly follow but that's boring to me and that's not something that I want to do if there's a chance for me to dig in and learn more than I'm going to I can't begin to tell you the amount of headline articles that I've seen on social media that are so misleading about the second impeachment trial it's just ridiculous I don't have any of the articles pulled up in front of me right now, so I can't read them off, but I did watch the Senate hearings, and I listened to what everybody had to say about why trying to impeach a private citizen is unconstitutional, and I heard the Democrats saying why they think it's okay. It was just back and forth and complete BS, if you ask me, but thanks to my Constitution class that I just finished with Hillsdale College... I know a two-thirds majority is required for anything to pass. That means that 67 senators have to be in favor of whatever is on the table. But that also means that 17 Republicans have to vote with the Democrats for it to pass. And there was a 55-45 vote. The five Republicans that voted with the Democrats were Collins, Murkowski, Romney, Sasse, and Toomey. Sorry if I pronounced any of those wrong, but they don't have the numbers to continue this. They do not have the 17 Republicans needed to vote to impeach him at trial on February 8th. So this is literally just a waste of time and money. 
I forget who said it, but they said that this case was dead on arrival. They don't have the numbers, and it's just going to end in another acquittal like the last one did. It was mentioned that there are much more important things to look over, but Fancy Nancy over there is going to go down swinging and is going to try and do everything in her power to not only destroy Trump by name to knock down his supporters, but to make sure that President Trump can never hold a position in high office for the rest of his life. And how sad and little of a human being must you be to want that? Like, what is your problem? Not only does it make you look stupid, but it also makes all of you trying to do this all of you trying to pass this, it's unconstitutional. It doesn't matter what the vote was, facts are facts. It's unconstitutional to try and impeach a private citizen. That makes you look shady and suspicious as What are you so afraid of that you're trying this hard? You know? Like, it's suspicious to me that... Chief Justice Roberts won't be the one proceeding over the trial. I wonder why. Has anybody been keeping up? Anybody heard anything interesting about him? Because I sure have. You should look it up. You might be surprised. There's a certain picture going around that has some familiar faces in it. It's quite interesting. I'll let you find that little gem for yourself, too. Yesterday morning, I rewatched President Trump's speech from Mount Rushmore from July of this year. He vocalized the accomplishments of our forefathers on Mount Rushmore. He tells of General George Washington's struggles of coming from the bottom and working his way up to becoming one of the best generals in American history. I'll circle around back to that, but some key points that I found in his speech, he said that the heroes will never be defaced. They will always stand as tribute to our freedom. That soon we will be greater than ever before. And if you've listened to President Trump speak, you always hear him say the best is yet to come. And I believe that. I trust him. I trust President Trump more than I trust hardly anybody in the government. If you find his speech on YouTube at 5 minutes and 54 seconds in, he says there's a growing danger that threatens every blessing our ancestors fought for, all the struggles that they went through for our nation. And right now, we are witnessing a merciless campaign to wipe out our history. And I know if you've been following the news this past year, you've seen them try and deface our statues. They burn down memorials. And it's so sad Like you can't erase history. History has to be taught the way that it happened for everybody to appreciate the struggles that we as a country went through to get to where we are now. He says in this speech, they're trying to erase our history, defame our heroes, erase our values, and indoctrinate our children. And as a parent, that should terrify you to your bones because cancel culture is becoming so real and such a thing. It's bigger than anything I ever could have thought happening in my lifetime. If you have the time, I really would love for you guys to go back and listen to his speech from Mount Rushmore on July 4th, 2020. He calls everything to a T. He says there's a new far left way of life. 
and it demands absolute allegiance. If He goes on to describe, if you don't align with their way of thought, you will be censored and banished. You will be blacklisted, persecuted, and punished for the way that you think because you think differently and it's not their way of thinking. Hello. Like, mind blown. He called it to a T. I can't tell you how many people have gotten notices on platforms that what they post goes against community standards. You guys, I literally had a friend yesterday whose account was banned without notice, and I didn't get to talk to her that much. But can you not see how bad it already is? They are limiting free speech. Your First Amendment right is going out the door because what you say and what you think doesn't align with their community standards way of thinking. That should be your first red flag right there. In the speech, he goes on to say, no movement that seeks to dismantle can possibly have love of America at heart. It's a radical ideology that advances itself under social justice. Everybody can see through that though. And if you can't, message me and I will explain it in depth to you because this is not okay. It's not. He says that they want to silence us, but we will not be silenced. That we should be proud of our country and the ways that it was founded on. We should be proud of the Judeo-Christian principles that are in the foundation of this country. He kind of ends this speech with saying our future our children need to inherit the spirit of the confidence of the most adventurous ever to walk the face of the earth. And he's talking about the patriots and the ones who aren't going to back down and aren't going to be silenced. I feel like in the speech he did reference General George Washington a lot, circling back to what we were talking about before. He had but stood up and fought for his country. He fought six years. President Trump reminded us of the Continental Army and the men who sacrificed for their country. One of my favorite quotes from George Washington goes as follows. My brave fellows, you have done all I have asked you to do and more than can be reasonably expected. But your country is at stake, your wives, your houses that you hold so dear. You have worn yourselves out with fatigues and hardships, but we know not how to spare you. If you consent to stay one month longer, you will render the service to the causes of liberty and to your country, which you probably can never do under any other circumstances. And that hits so close to home if you just have faith and fight against what this country is becoming under this new administration, then you're fighting for your liberties and you're fighting for your rights and you're fighting for your future. You're fighting for the future of America for your kids. Just don't give up hope. Hold the line, guys. Hold the line. A point in the speech that I found interesting that President Trump mentioned was that when George Washington was finished with what he came to do, when the war was over, he didn't take responsibility over the battles that he had won. He returned home quietly as a private citizen and was praised for it and the next year he was unanimously selected to be our first president of the United States. And I know that this was back in July but it kind of was like he knew what was going to happen 
but he knew that he would return home quietly as a private citizen and the best would be yet to come. To some of you, this might not mean anything, but to those that have been following along and that have been paying attention to the details in his speeches, this might make a light bulb go off in your head a little bit. What do you guys know about the Act of 1871? If you don't know anything about this, I think this is where all the little clues and hints along the course start to tie in. Congress wrote that all that part of the territory of the United States included within the limits of the District of Columbia be, and same is hereby created into a government by the name of the District of Columbia, by which name is hereby constituted a body corporate for municipal purposes and exercises all other powers of a municipal corporation. Bingo. Let's go on and jump over to the executive order that Trump signed. I believe in 2018, I could be wrong about the year, that executive order says, I hereby report that I have issued the enclosed executive order declaring a national emergency with respect to the unusual and extraordinary threat to national security, foreign policy, and economy in the United States posed by serious human rights abuse and corruption to the world. This order blocks the property and interests in the property of persons listed in the Annex to order. It also blocks the property and interests in the property of any foreign persons determined by the Secretary of Treasury in consultation with the Secretary of State and Attorney General. You guys, it's so exciting. Whenever Trump said he was going to make America great again, he was dead serious, not only about making America great at home, but returning America to the true leadership role on a world stage. Let's take another jump over to a letter to a letter that was sent out on May 4th of 2020 from President Trump. It says, to whoever United States business entity this may concern, who commercially operates the United States public markets and accepts and or exchanges in the United States currency while providing goods and or services to the United States consumers and customers in everyday commerce. The above mentioned U.S. federal public person is a prepaid non-obligatory commercial debt obligation arrangement with the United States in relation to 12 U.S. Code 95A regulations of transactions in foreign exchange of gold and silver, property transfers, vested interests, enforcement and penalties, and other public policies on U.S. debt. Your business entity is federally bound to the United States and U.S. public debt obligations by way of your internal revenue services and, and your, your business is hereby ordered to itemize whatever and however many commercial products and services in which the U.S. federal public person wishes to commercially acquire. You guys, this is huge. Stick with me, follow along. I know, I know it's running, just stick with me. By way of its duly authorized representatives and retain the record of transactions to settle with blah blah. I'm not going to read this whole entire thing. It's really long. Let me get to a key point though. Only a commercial accounting matter of what the bankrupt United States owes its true creditors 
which is the American people, its direct relation to borrowed gold and National Banking Emergency Act of 1933. All commercial public debt obligations while transactions, all business with the United States commercial markets belong to the United States as the United States and true obligatory in each and every transaction. It's a lot. It's a mouthful. Trump just gave the country back to its people. It's basically what all that's saying. It goes into depths and into long terms. But that's what's happening, guys. President Trump is not the kind of person that's just going to walk away and be done. He's doing this. Trust him. Trust the plan. Trust what's going on. It's all right in front of you if you know where to look. It might be hard to dig for it sometimes, but it's there. Red flags, guys. Who's running our country, really? Why were there so many uh, troops surrounding D.C.? Why are they now still scheduled to be there until the end of March or beginning of April? Why couldn't Biden use government transportation? He wasn't allowed to use Air Force One or Marine Force One. Why did the Pentagon deny uh, the Biden administration military intel? If you've watched the videos, why won't military salute him? I said it earlier before, guys, it's all a show. This is a sham. There's nothing to see here. All smoke and mirrors. Did you guys watch him sign executive orders? I didn't see anything on that paper, but I did hear him say that he doesn't even know what he's signing. Why would you want a leader like that, guys? I know this is long, and I've given several key points for you guys to go back and reference. I hope you wrote some of it down. If not, go back, re listen and jot some stuff down. Do the digging for yourself. Just because you dig a little bit deeper for this information doesn't make you a conspiracy theorist. It makes you interested in learning. It makes you smarter for digging in deeper. Question it, guys. Question it if it doesn't look right. You'll be astounded by what you find. I'm going to end it here, guys. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate your support. Make sure you follow my page on Facebook. I'm also on MeWe. You can find me on Anchor and Spotify. I'm on Google Podcasts, all Patriot Girl Strong. Share this all with your friends and family. And another episode is going to drop this week. There's just too much to fit into this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. God bless you. God bless our country. And I'll see you next time.